many times have you thought, I would love to do this or that? Maybe write a book, start a charity, create a kid's puppet show, build a sustainable clubhouse, go on the trip of a lifetime, create a production company, whatever that thing is for you, I hope this podcast inspires you to believe you can. I'm Karen Vaughan and this is the Get Off The Bench Podcast. Howdy and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench Podcast. Now I've just finished recording some videos that are kind of supplementary to a program I'm teaching with an organization and in class like when we're together we unpack things very much in depth but then the videos are like this supplementary component at the end where it's it's sort of coming back and reflecting on it and on the topic whatever it was we did in in the class and uh, just adding a little bit extra to it so I was just editing this, the video that I did, and I thought, I've got to share this on the podcast, and it's about emotional intelligence. Now, there's because I've already done some stuff with this class, um, I, I make a few references in there that you might be thinking, what the hell is that? So I'll, I'll tell you those up front so that you don't have the confusion within. I start talking about what emotional intelligence is and I start saying so it's about acknowledging the emotion and then I go on to say the others but I'll say up front there are four parts to emotional intelligence so if I say it now you'll understand it as I start ticking through it so firstly acknowledging and which means acknowledging the emotion which means noticing it and actually accepting it that it's there recognizing it and so being able to name it really name it not just sort of uh, make a make some word up to cover up but being honest about what the true emotion is um, understanding it so it's like where did it come from why is it there why am I feeling like this and not not always a bad thing like just understanding where did this emotion arise from and managing it so how do we respond when we do uh, feel um, an emotion and what do we do with that So to recap, the four things are acknowledging the emotion, recognizing the emotion, understanding the emotion, and then managing the emotion. So those four things, I kind of break them down a little bit all the way through it, but they're not all bunched together. So there's those four. I also talk about an emotions wheel. So I say in there somewhere, so grab out your emotions wheel and have a look at, you know, the words in there. And at the very core of the emotions wheel, there is uh, the six core emotions. Then it sort of expands out and there's a whole lot of other emotions that sit within each of those six. I'll talk more about that in the in the body of it. So you can get these online, these uh, emotions wheels, just go and find them. The one I am talking about actually has an external circle around the outside Uh, talks about physiology so it sort of says about the kind of things you'll notice within your physiology when you are experiencing a certain emotion and that that kind of thing so the one I'm using is called a sensations wheel uh, because it does have that physiology stuff on the outside and I think I might have got that from Etsy but anyway um, just it doesn't matter just use an emotions wheel that has you know multiple emotions in it or you can get a list of emotions from the internet so just it would be great to grab one of those before you started 
Also in the uh, body of it, I talk about six questions because I get them to look at the emotions wheel and choose some emotions. And then there are six questions that go with that. So I'll give these six questions to you up front, even though they're in there, so that if you are driving and listen to this and you think, oh, I want to know what those six questions are, you can just come straight back to the start of this podcast and just get those six questions right there. So here are the six questions once you've got the wheel. So identify all the emotions you've had over the past 24 hours. Now, because that's a really big ask, you might um, you might just choose five or 10 that you've experienced over the last 24 hours and really, really naming them. Um, which ones have you taken the time to process and reconcile? Can you see a pattern in those you're suppressing and those you're expressing? Which emotions are you more likely to respond to than react to and why? Have any of these emotions caused you to have a negative outcome, like, for example, an argument or an uncomfortable silence or, you know. So what that means is that if you had any of these emotions and then you've reacted. And the last question is, what strategy or strategies could you deploy to help your responses increase and your reactions decrease? Now, those questions might not make a lot of sense to you right now, but after you listen to the rest of the podcast, and I actually break those questions down and really explain them a lot more, it, it will make a lot more sense. So I'm just going to go into it. I, I know you're going to get a lot out of it, even if there's a couple of bits where you think, oh, what wheel? What what are these questions for? You know, I, I really reckon have a good listen to it, really sort of start to question, shit, what am I doing with my emotions? And am I doing a good job at responding? Because... Uh, we, we really need to get better at that and we really need to start to wear our hearts on our sleeves a little bit better. That doesn't mean that we have to be vulnerable and share all our deep, dark secrets, but it does mean that we uh, would do a lot better in life if we were more emotionally literate. So I'll just get straight into it and hope it all makes sense to you, but I know you're going to get heaps out of it. Okay, so this time we're talking about emotional intelligence now, this can be an elusive topic for some people. Some people say, well, I've really got a lot of emotional intelligence, but sometimes they don't. Other people say, oh, I don't think I'm ever going to get there. But in actual fact, they're really good at it. Other people just know they have it and they're good at it. So, And there are others who don't have it and, and they're not very good at it. But it doesn't matter. Emotional intelligence seems to confuse people with it sounds a lot harder than it actually is basically well it's not really basic but emotions are fantastic things and, and often we won't talk about emotions because it's there's a there's a little label that kind of goes with, oh you're too emotional don't be so emotional you know we have to hide our emotions because you know we, we it makes us too vulnerable and that kind of stuff Emotions are a fantastic thing. They're actually within us to make us move, to, to, to help us to take action, to avoid or gain something. So emotions drive us to move. And it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Every single emotion, none of them are negative. They're all good emotions. The thing is, it's about our perceptions and our interpretations and what we do with them. I think it's fair to say that most of us are not very good at managing our emotions and I'll get to that in a minute. You might think you are because you don't have emotional outbursts, but are you suppressing them? 
So others of us wear our emotions on our sleeves and we're way too reactive. So emotional intelligence is about acknowledging our emotions and that is about noticing them and accepting that there is an emotion there because often we can block them or suppress them or just ignore them and that's not what we want to do. We actually want to acknowledge it. The second part is recognizing the emotion. So being able to name it, put a real name on it. Sometimes we say, oh, I'm just angry. But there are so many other emotions that sit within the anger emotion or, or under it or, you know, like aligned to it, that we might just be frustrated or we might be in despair, that kind of thing. So, But we, we often will just go for the main six um, emotions, which are anger, surprise, happy, sad, fear, and disgust. And so... Often we'll use those, and particularly, I'm just sad, I'm just angry, I'm just happy. But if you look at your emotions wheel, then you'll see that there are so many other emotions associated with each of those six core emotions. Now, I got to acknowledging and recognizing, and the next part to that is understanding. So knowing why you feel that emotion and where it came from. So often this is the bit that gets stuck. Sometimes we'll feel the emotion and sometimes we can label it pretty closely. But do we take the time out to understand where did that come from? Why am I triggered by this? Why is that emotion shown itself? And if we spend more time trying to understand it, then we go, then it's not going to have the power over us. And I'm talking about emotions that we might perceive as negative emotions we let them have power over us but if we take back that power by trying to understand it and questioning why do i feel like this i notice this comes up often is there somebody triggering this by the way nobody else causes your emotional reactions you they all come from within you however people or environments or situations can trigger your hot buttons and they can cause you to have an emotion. But it's not them that's actually causing it, it's coming from within you. So if we're blaming other people for our emotions, that's not on. All of our emotions come from within ourselves. And the very last one is managing our emotions. What do we do with those emotions? So are we responding to the emotion appropriately? So when I talk about managing emotions and are we responding appropriately, I did say before that sometimes we suppress them. Now, it, it hurts, you know, it really can hurt to have an emotion. And as particularly if it's one that we weren't expecting, it came out of the blue, it doesn't make us feel good, that kind of stuff. And so what we do, and particularly if it's a repeated emotion, is we're very good at suppressing. And so we're like, no, I don't want to feel that emotion, I'll just bury it and I'll do something else to make myself busy. And oh, look, there you go. Now I feel good, it's gone away. But it hasn't gone away, it's sitting within you. And what happens when we suppress emotions it causes leakage and leakage is when that emotion will show itself you absolutely cannot suppress an emotion keep it within you and think that it will never show itself because it will show itself often in a very different way and often in a very inappropriate way and often when we wish it didn't show itself at the wrong time that kind of thing so it's really important that we do deal with emotions the other thing is reaction 
Somebody triggers an emotion in us and it feels crappy and then we react. We fly off our handle. And that's not good either. By the way, I'm not shaming anybody who does that because I do it. We all do it. All of us suppress emotions and all of us react to emotions. That makes us human. We're just human. So I'm not saying that it's absolutely shameful and disgraceful that that happens. What I'm saying is that it's, it's actually harmful to us. So when we suppress it, it makes us sick. When we react, it, it, it damages our relationships with other people. So neither of them are good for us. It still makes us human to have them. What we need to start doing is start to bringing them both into a response. So when we feel an emotion and when we want to react or when we, we want to suppress it or hide it, we need to just breathe, count to 10 or do whatever it is just to take that moment before we react or suppress and go, how do I want to respond to this? By the way, when we have an emotional reaction, we, you know, our brain, our, our complex thinking disengages. So we're not in a position to be going, oh, let me have a conversation with you about the way I feel about this emotion that's come up. Because most of us aren't going to be have that capacity in that moment. What we can do is we can remove ourselves. So have strategies in place. I'm going to remove myself. Um, that's a response. I'm just going to take myself out of this situation for five minutes. I'm going to do some breathing or I'm going to question, hey, why did that why did that happen? What can I do to make this better? How can I how can I go and respond to this so that I'm not going to suppress it and make myself sick and I'm not going to react and damage my relationship with the particular person who uh, hit, did a trigger that hit our hot button when we're not blaming them, by the way, remember. So uh, when we look at emotional intelligence and you know, acknowledging, recognizing, uh, understanding and managing our emotions, we actually, just like self-awareness, have to be really, really vulnerable and honest. And I can tell you it hurts. None of us want to look at our emotions and none of us want to um, look at our own behavior and say, I was wrong. I am wrong. I shouldn't be behaving like that. I could do better. None of us want to do that. But if we want to grow, we have to do that. And by the way, if we do react in a situation, fair enough, yeah, that might happen. But we've still got a choice after that. We try not to react, but if we do react, our choice after that is we can remain in a shitty mood and we can remain in, well, it's not my fault and we can blame the other person and we can justify and deny and we can do all that kind of below the line behavior or our other choice is to reflect and come back to it and say okay let's talk about what we what we got angry about before I want to apologize for what I said um, it is true maybe maybe I do need to do better if we reflect and come back to it we're going to go go a lot further to maintaining and uh, maintaining relationships and repairing any damage we did and it doesn't pay to storm off and stay stormy and to blame other people it doesn't pay but I'm making it sound easy and it's absolutely not easy and the only way we can do it is to keep practicing keep being willing to hurt keep being willing to be vulnerable 
and, and really have a desire for personal growth. Okay, now we're going to do an activity and this is more of a personal activity that uh, you can you sit and do it on, on your own and be very honest with yourself. Please don't try to uh, fluff it, you know, to impress anybody because it's just for you. So you've got the emotions wheel, that colourful, beautiful colourful wheel that uh, has all the emotions in it. And you know, before we go ahead, I will say the outer circle is about physical reactions, um, physical physical things that you will notice um, when somebody is uh, having experiencing one of those emotions or you are. So for example, a, ra a racing heart or blushing or sweaty hands, that kind of stuff. These are physical things that, that will show up uh, associated to emotions. By the way, I neglected to say, and I must go back to it, that emotional intelligence is not only about recognizing your emotions, it's also about being aware of the emotions of other people around you and being so self-aware and so emotionally intelligent and cautious that where we are not triggering other people's emotions and, and when we, we notice when somebody is emotionally charged or something and that we don't just go bullet a gate with our thoughts and, and ruin that situation for somebody else. We actually take care of that other person in that moment. And so we extend our awareness to other people and to the environment. So emotional intelligence is not just about us. It's about our entire ecosystem and paying attention to that. So back to this activity, I want you to get out that emotions wheel and uh, answer the questions that are on the bottom of it. I'll just read them out and Please do them really honestly. So here are the questions. It does say identify all of the emotions that you've experienced over the past 24 hours. That actually is probably way too much because all of us experience way more emotions than we're even aware of. So how about just, you know, maybe pick, pick five to 10 emotions that you're very sure that you experienced over the last 24 hours. The second question is, which ones have you taken time to process and reconcile. So of those emotions that you identify, which ones have you said, you know what, I'm gonna take a little bit of time out and really think about this. So this is about the understanding the emotion. Where did it come from? What caused this? You know, what triggers, what, 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 what are my hot buttons here? And really start to explore that. So which of those uh, emotions that you've identified have you taken the time to do that with? And I also say the word reconcile. So have you come to terms with any and said, ah, I get it. Okay, so what I need to do moving forward is blah, blah, blah. That takes a lot of practice too. The third question, can you see a pattern in these? So in the emotions that you did identify, can you see a pattern in that some of them you suppress and some of them you express? So expression means, usually means a reaction. You can express it assertively, which is a response, you know, and do it appropriately. But mostly I'm talking about expressing as in flying off your handle and, and reacting. The, the fourth question is, which emotions are you more likely to respond to than react to and why? So some of the emotions that might come up might be just okay, okay emotions, feel good emotions, and I'm responding, um, I've done this many, many times before and I can actually keep a lid on it and respond appropriately. 
but there might be some in there that every single time I'm more likely to react to. So, so have a think about that and think about why, why that might happen to response and to react. The fifth question, have any of these emotions caused you to have a negative outcome? And what I mean by that is we've had a reaction, we've had an explosion, uh, we've now uh, forced you know, forced an argument or we've got this uncomfortable silence going on because we reacted and we shouldn't have. But on the other hand, also suppression, I'm, I'm serious, suppressing emotions makes you sick. So has suppressing emotions caused you to have uh, a negative outcome like anxiety, you know, not feeling good about yourself, self-doubt, that kind of stuff, because you block something down. And then you, you, maybe even it's like you avoid situations. You don't even go to, to birthday parties. You don't go out with friends for drinks because you know it doesn't make you feel good and you suppress it. And, you know, you, you're missing out on social interactions because you just want to block some feelings. So think about that as well. The last question what strategy or strategies could you deploy to help your responses increase and your reactions to decrease? So we want to get the reactions going down. We don't. We want to reduce them as much as we can. And it doesn't mean, remember, we're not perfect, but where possible, we want to start putting those reactions back in their box a little more. And we want to start replacing them with responses where we're not going to damage relationships, we're not going to damage our reputation, that kind of thing. And we're going to, And by the way, when we react, I said before that we damage relationships, we could be also damaging our reputation, but there's a whole lot of shame that we feel around, shame and embarrassment that we feel around when we do react and we, we regret it and we wish we didn't. So I am saying, yes, we're all going to react and that is human. But if we do it too much, then there's a whole lot of negative consequences that come with it. And, and where possible, let's try and reduce them so our responses are going to be way better. So how can we implement strategies so that we turn reactions into responses? And it might just be, I'm going to count to 10. It might just be, I'm going to walk out of the room and walk back in again. I'm just going to breathe three deep breaths. Or I'm going to say to somebody, this takes a lot more effort. You know what? I'm actually feeling triggered right now. Um, I feel like I want to react to what, what you just said. I feel emotions welling in me. And I know that if I react, it's not going to have a good outcome. So I, I need 10 minutes out. I just want to think about it because I want to come back to you with an appropriate response. Now I'm saying that like it's easy to say. That takes practice because, as I said, your complex brain is going to be disengaged at that point. So it needs to be something that you've formed a habit of doing that can come even when your complex brain isn't, isn't active at, in that moment. Okay, so I hope all that made sense to you. I hope you did get a lot out of it. If you go off and do those questions, those six questions, you know, it just it, it's not the be all and end all. I'm not an emotional intelligence master, you know, but 
We have to start talking about it, even if we understand it just to a basic level and we start to think more about what emotion am I really feeling and just sort of starting to bring some a lot more emotional intelligence into our lives we're going to do so much better and we're not going to have the frustrations that surround us well not all the time because we're human but that's going to reduce and we're going to feel much better about situations and about our capacity to handle situations so there's a lot more to be said on this topic and this is just only a snippet but I really hope that it's just enough just enough to get you thinking more deeply about it so uh, go and enjoy yourself do those things and and I don't know love it up and love yourself up all right I'll see you next week see ya thanks for joining me I hope this episode inspired you to take action if you'd like to reach out then I'd love to hear from you info at get off the bench dot com dot au and check out my website kerenvaughan.com otherwise keep believing in yourself celebrate the tiny wins and keep moving in the right direction